Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Record Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. We will start with your observations from your time spent watching the Arkansas football team today. Yeah, full pads today. So they were in shells yesterday, so full gear today. That's kind of been pretty consistent, I guess, um, this season on how they'll do a, a Tuesday practice. I still didn't see Miles Slusher out there. Pittman says, I guess he said uh, Monday that he was good to go, but I haven't seen him uh, through two days of practice. I uh, still haven't seen Ladarius Bishop out there. Uh, Let's see. Um, Trey Knox is still out there. He was out there yesterday, out there again. Latavius Brini um, still out there. And so overall, it seems like, you know, pretty healthy. Obviously, you know, Jalen Catalan has lost for the season. So you're never going to be as healthy as you are starting the year. But it uh, seems like pretty much overall they're, they're healthy. And, um, you know, just the time today we saw a little bit of fastball stuff. They had some things mixed up here and there. Um, you had Landon Jackson work with the first team at left end. He was at uh, defensive – or, excuse me, they were in the four-man front. Um, had Chavis and um, and uh, Dwight McLaughlin working at the first group at, at the cornerback spots. And, again, that doesn't always mean anything. They just try to mix things up and, and give things, you know, different looks and stuff. So, um, you know, not a whole lot of new stuff coming out of there. Dominic Johnson still not in a brace. He was in full. I didn't see anybody in a green jersey, so nobody's dinged up off limits that's out there. Uh, but Dominic, not in a brace for the second day in a row, um, hasn't been in a green jersey for a couple of weeks now. So I think there's a possibility we could finally see him in this one. What about Marcus Henderson? I haven't heard much yeah. said about him. Is he back? Totally he's back. back. Yeah, he's been back for – I guess this is the second week that he has not been in a green no-contact jersey, so he's he's fully back now. If they had an issue at center, I think that the solution would be to move Bo Limmer to center and then slide Takiyas Crawford in. I don't think they would just go straight to Marcus Henderson. So, But he is back out there. Everybody's back out there that was, you know, everybody's nobody's in green. Jaden Wilson's not in green and hasn't been for a while. Um, so everybody's pretty much – Good to go, I guess, that's that's out there practicing. And they may just be wanting to hold Miles Slusher out for a little bit longer. Just if they're, if there's any concern for me, um, you know, I know you got to take every game serious. And I know, you know, look at App State. Oh, no, oh, yeah. Texas A&M and all that stuff. Oh, Trey, you got to be yeah. frightened like, no. uh, like Rick. Oh, Rick's no. just Good shaking grief. his boots. Yeah. Yes, you do have to take it seriously. That doesn't I've, mean you shake in your boots. I've watched Missouri State. Arkansas is going to beat them pretty oh. good. No, um, no, you didn't see the same tape that Rick saw. <laughs> Some, something's wrong. Oh, no, no, you got to be scared. You have to be respectful, that's all. Sure, sure. Um, <laughs> I would sit Trey Knox. I would sit Miles Slusher. The only reason I would play Dominic is just to get him some hits and get him kind of lathered up for, for Texas A&M. But otherwise, I mean, this this kind of has to be treated, to me, as, a, as an opportunity to get a little bit fresh. I just, I, I just don't see – Anyway, Missouri State's going to be a challenge for Arkansas. I mean, I know things happen, but not to this team. Okay, 40, 46 transfers, but uh, that aside, 
Uh, let's talk to Andy. Andy, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Yeah, hey, what's going on, guys? Man, it looks like a panel like like the NFL panel. I'm kind of intimidated by all these stars <laughs> on here. But uh, <laughs> Trey, I just want to say, I've been watching your podcast. Been on YouTube for like I don't know two and a half, three years. I, I, I mean, I love them, I enjoy them. Mm-hmm. You do your little speech the first of it, where you you know you make us uh, you know show us everything you do and everything, and I. And, you made me feel guilty. I was like, you know what? I never bought this service, so I'm going to try it. Yeah. And I bought it, and I'm going to tell you right now, man, you do a first-class job, dude. It's awesome. Thank it's you. absolutely awesome. It's worth every dime I pay for it. I just want to tell you that right off the bat. Right. Well, awesome. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Man, checks in the mail. Awesome job. It really is. <laughs> uh, the thing I was wanting to say is, is that, Marcus, you were talking about uh, our quarterback here, man. And i got to tell you, man, I've had a lot of favorite Razorback quarterbacks over the year, but KJ is quickly going to the front for me yeah. because and I'll tell you who he reminds me of. Mm-hmm. He reminds me of Quinn Gray times too. Okay. And, and one thing Quinn Gray did that was, I mean, he excited his the fans. I mean, I just loved what he did. And but the thing I don't, the thing that we don't understand, this kid came from Mississippi, right? Yes, he did. He shows mm-hmm. he got ultimate loyalty to the state of Arkansas. I mean. And that's rare that you find someone that don't come from this state that bleeds our blood for our football program. And I, I believe that he's got a chance to do something really special this year. And the thing I learned from you, Trey, is, is watching these lines. Now, I go back and watch film now. Like like you say, you know, you go back and watch the teams play the week prior when you get a mm-hmm. chance. Our line is dominating. I mean, cutting holes you can drive trucks through. So my question to you guys is, is instead of running tempo and going tempo against A&M, and I'm not looking past anybody. I'm not worried about Missouri State. This is what I believe. Should we not lean on Texas A&M, tire them out, and I believe blow them out? I don't even know how this guy's got a job at this point. What's his last <laughs> two years of uh, recruiting wow. class rank? <laughs> well, well, I mean, we're the number one rank right? class in the history of college football last year. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what kind of excuse do you have for what happened last weekend? There's not one. No. But if you look no. at Arkansas, I believe if we would just run the ball any way they want to do it, and then just impose our you know yeah. our will against these teams, I think by the time Alabama gets here, it's going to be the biggest crowd ever in Fayetteville to see a game. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to beat Alabama this year. Now I think we can mark that down. What do you What do you guys think? Mark it down. That's what Stan says. Thank you, Andy. Yeah. Well, I give them a better chance of beating Alabama this year than I have in the last several years, I would say. Uh, You know, there's been some opportunities where they've been close and they just have come up short. But I would say this team's got a shot. Um, I don't know if I would say I would favor them just based on it being Alabama. Alabama's going to get – things straightened out. I mean, they had, what, 15 penalties in their mm-hmm. in their last game. Arkansas has got to get straightened out, too. Like, we can talk about they look good here and this, and they're big and fast, all that stuff. You can't have 10 penalties for 122 yards uh, against some of these teams that they're about to face. I mean, I look at, I mean, like, I think BYU in their game, I was watching, I think they had, like, four penalties in that one, you know, just sound or Kentucky, that's what it was, Kentucky. Like, Kentucky doesn't have the overall roster that Florida does, but they had four penalties. They, they're they just very sound. They know what they do well, and Arkansas knows what they do well, but they just got to clean some things up. They had four penalties. I don't know why I keep coming up on four penalties, but they had four penalties against Texas last year. You know, they had 13 in their opener, but Arkansas is the most 
heavily penalized team in the SEC in terms of yardage right now. They're big penalties, 15-yard varieties. I don't agree with two of the hands to the face. I couldn't see the other one. But two of the hands to the face penalties I thought were bogus. Uh, I thought one of the pass interference calls were, you know, over the head. But, you know, it's still seven penalties. You still you still like to see it, it down a good bit from that. And that's – so there's some areas they got to clean up, but I I like the offense that they ran against South Carolina, running it 65 times. And I say this all the time: we can talk about teams' pass defense and and things like that. Uh, if you can stop the run and you can run the ball, then you're going to beat a lot of teams. And I think the proof when you know people are talking about all the yardage that Arkansas gave up to South Carolina, again, a lot of it was desperation stuff they wouldn't normally do in a game unless they were down, and Arkansas gave up some yards. They had 188 passing yards through three quarters and then 183 in the fourth quarter. They also had an interception. Another time they should have been intercepted, you know, gave up how many sacks? Six sacks, something like that in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, their third down percentage was terrible. Their quarterback efficiency rating was bad. I mean, those are the numbers to me that, that matter above all else. And, you know, if you don't – if somebody points to how good their pass defense is, I say, okay – is the run defense also good? Because if it's not, then the pass defense really doesn't mean that much to me because teams, if they can run on you like Arkansas did 65 times, then that's what they're going to do, and they're going to come away with a win most times. So I, I like that offense. I think when you look at the pass with Kendall Browse, the things that they do best um, you know, is, is primarily running the ball and also having a good passing attack. That's another thing with Arkansas's passing attack, extremely efficient to the tune of like 173 efficiency rating. I mean, that's up there. That's pretty solid. Um, a high completion percentage for K.J. Jefferson. Um, if you look at Kendall Browse's, also his offenses in the past when they've been really dynamic at different places like Baylor, um, they have been like, you know, one in the country in – in rushing, but still top 25 in passing. You know, so it's always been a little bit more on the rushing side of things for this offense. And, um, you know, once they get Dominic Johnson back, man, and they can, like, not worry about Rocket. Because Rocket got a little tired. He had 27 touches. You know, once you have to, you know, not worry about Rocket Sanders cramping up or getting winded in the fourth quarter, it's going to be tough to stop. You know, you mentioned something last week, Trey, uh, that stuck with me. Um about KJJ, you know, I was a little critical coming off that first game, uh, but you made a point that you would like to see him maybe make a, take a few more chances. A, I think the, his turnover uh, his turnover rate is just absolutely incredible and critical yeah. to to the success of Arkansas. So I'm I'm not saying turn the ball over, but but I'm saying take a few more chances. And I, I thought. In this game, I saw him throw a few more 50-50 balls yeah. uh, to try to give his guy a chance, something you mentioned last week that he should do. Um, so he I thought a 100 ball, too, that was dropped. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, right that was about, about that. As, as catchable a deep ball as yeah. I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, I, 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 think, I think we saw some of that. So, so you're right. So much of what they do comes off of the threat of both. It's hard, really, to, to game plan Arkansas. Because when you do load that box, walk safeties down, uh, then he can't throw it over the top. And they know that. They see the film. And it feels, Marcus, like they're having more success rushing on first down than they did last year. I felt like that was an area they struggled in. And if you're going to have success on first down running the ball, then you can do a lot of things. Hey, Rocket coming downhill, that's a difference maker now. That's good. He has improved so much. He was good, Mm -hmm. but he has improved so much. Trey, you mentioned that Alabama will clean up the penalties. 
But if you saw many of the highlights of that game, here's where Arkansas has got a major advantage. How many passes did Alabama's receivers drop? I mean, yeah. They've got the Heisman Trophy winning quarterback, yeah. and they are dropping passes yeah. that would have been first downs easily time after time. For whatever reason, Alabama, which has had great receivers in the last few years, yeah. I don't see any of them out there. And <laughs> Arkansas has got some pretty darn good receivers. I think that's a – that's a major difference. I'm not saying they're going to win the game, but I think Arkansas's receivers are better than Alabama's. Mm. Yeah, they've got now their their guy that was supposed to be their go-to guy, JoJo. I believe it's JoJo Earl. Um, he had an injury in the preseason and is supposed to be back, like okay, based Maybe on the injury play. time, like the week before they play Arkansas. Of course, <laughs> okay, great. So well, that's that's point. one guy right there. So they lost him, and then you know they lost their two best wide receivers. They both right. went to the NFL. I mean, right. So they, they lost a pretty good bit, but I I, I imagine they're probably going to figure a few things out between now and then. So uh, it, it should be a great game. Um, I, I think Arkansas will have a chance to win it, uh, but. It's it's certainly hard to pick Arkansas to win it just because of the way the history of the series is going. Well, beat Missouri State first. That's the I start like I am stunned. Rick is looking yeah. that far ahead. Oh no, he's not. I, I am know. stunned. Got to beat Missouri State yep. first. I know. Oh wow, then there's A and M. Oh my god. I'm gonna have to take yeah, my hey, Ambien that's, that's tonight so I game. can sleep. Uh, you know, yeah. so I'm gonna <laughs> go to bed thinking about two Missouri games State. for Alabama. I got it. Yep. Man, I understand. All right, let's talk to uh, Big Keith. Big Keith. Got a question or comment for Trey? Hey, Big Keith, if you ask all of us who's in the house, you're not going to have time for your question because we're running low what on the second here. So, so just go ahead what and ask Trey. There you He's go. Ask Trey, Keith. Try, ask Trey your question. What go up, Trey Diddy? <laughs> go What's up? <laughs> what up, Marcus Allen? Oh, yeah. Allen? Hey, I'll take that. There? Wow. Hey, He's today, not near as nimble today. as that Marcus Allen guy. <laughs> no, that's right. I know, but. Uh, he runs his lips just as fast as Marcus Allen did. Oh, so. wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, hey, uh, uh, today's my 54th birthday today. Happy birthday. So I'm celebrating with you guys. Birthday. Thank you, thank you. Uh, uh, Trey, let me tell you, your your thing you have on the on the Internet is worth twice as much that you charge. I'm telling you, it's, hold on, let me turn this page. <laughs> Wow. Are you talking about the walk and talk? Well, you know, he'll be glad to charge you double if you'd like to pay that. Mm -hmm. I I was just going by a script that he sent me. Okay. Um, He can raise uh raise your rates if you'd like. Hey, Trey, I'm going to ask you a question, okay? And then I'm going to talk over your answer the whole time. Uh, That seems to be the norm around here. Oh, God. Nah. I already got one thing to ask you guys, and I'll hang up and listen, and it's great talking to you guys. Uh, do you do trade? Do you guys? Everybody thinks that the the way the continuity, the way people lose in, and and that used to be always winning, and the way everything is working out, it's because of the transfer portal. Portal, and uh, and you know, I, I see it working out great like that. Like it's making the playing field more even. And I wanted mm-hmm. you guys' opinion. Thank you. Thank you, Big Keith. Well, I don't think there's. I think what we're going to see moving forward is more parity in college football because of the way the transfer portal is now and NIL. And, you know, I can say, and, you know, Marcus and I can disagree on things with NIL and the portal and stuff, but the bottom line is no matter how you slice it, it has been very good for Arkansas. Yes, and absolutely. it is probably level the playing field. Do what, Mar- uh, in do all what, Randy? sports. In all sports. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, in all sports. And, I mean, basketball, absolutely, no question about it. 
So, I mean, just think about this team without Drew Sanders, without mm-hmm. um, Jordan Dominic, without Terry Hampton. Mm-hmm. Um, the two receivers. You know, without, yeah, without without well, Warren Thompson too, because he was a I transfer the year Warren. before. Sure, so yeah, three, that's right. yeah, um, Hazelwood, yeah. Without uh, Nudie McLaughlin, who, by the way, Nudie McLaughlin, yeah. I got some clarity on why he's Nudie. Uh, he just, <laughs> why, he, he is, liked, why is he Nudie? He liked to take his diaper off when he was a baby <laughs> oh, and run around the house, <laughs> and well, his uncle started back. calling him Nudie. Oh man, that's way his, back. Goodness, his uncle started that's calling him Nudie. polish mark. It's stuck from there. <laughs> that is worse well, than fingernail. Polish. You're right. Gosh, yeah, that's a bad. So one. That's why he's Nudie. Well, we did, I've been trying to figure out, but none of the coaches knew. We hadn't talked to Nudie, and none of the coaches knew, <laughs> and none of the players I asked knew. So I asked uh, Kyle Parkinson at Sports Information. I said, "Could you please ask Nudie why his name is Nudie?" Mm. So that's why really nice. take his diaper well, off. His so uncle started calling him Moody. Trey, that's a good one. Can everybody I hear? So does everybody hear the explanation? Because y'all have just been reacting to everything yeah. I've said. Did we everybody? Heard it and we're, we're hoping uncle? that's not yeah. a we're hoping that's not a current yeah. uh, situation. Just hoping the no. opponent can not find you out. You don't want to oh get that nickname when you're 31, as <laughs> no. poster on the board said. No. Yeah. I hope he's not still wearing a diaper at 31. Oh well, he wasn't wearing it then. That's why he's nudie. <laughs> oh, oh, Trey, that's hard. Oh, I don't know where to go from there. Okay, let's go to our Asher Record Service Company live in feedback. Uh, Jason says, Trey, does it seem like this offense doesn't take many shots downfield or over the middle of the field? Also saw Crawford in at right tackle. Can we expect him to take over? And how is Devon Manuel coming along after his injury in fall camp? I've not seen – I mean, I know he's down there, but, uh, I mean, I haven't seen him, like, factoring into playing time. I don't know that you're going to expect to see Tikias take over at right tackle. Uh, I mean, next year, I think, obviously. But uh, this year, I think you kind of see him as the sixth man. They have somebody banged up. They'll shift things around to get him either at right tackle or right guard, depending on the injury, usually moving Bo Limmer or Brady Latham uh, somewhere. I did not think that they took enough shots downfield in the first game. Uh, the first play they threw, they, the first play of the game was a, a slant, you know, kind of over the middle, I guess. And then there was like this huge gap in the first game until like a minute left, a minute eight or something, and they got in two-minute offense, and then they started throwing over the middle and stuff like that. Uh, in the last game, I thought they I – didn't, I didn't think it was an issue. They didn't throw the ball a whole, whole lot. They didn't have to. Um, but, you know, the Landers throw down the field, that, was, that would have been a big one. Threw a lot of screen passes in this one. I, I was kind of expecting that just kind of based out of some things I saw in practice that they would do that, um, you know, try to get Jaden Hazelwood involved a lot. Um, but, you know, it's just different for different teams, you know, different yeah. different things to do depending on what different teams give you or where their strengths are. And that's exactly right. You got to remember for Arkansas, very uh, very few teams going to play a lot of man because K.J. can run. So if Arkansas would run a receiver off yeah. and, the, and, the, and the backs ran with them, um, man, that would leave up a lot of running room. So most teams are going to play zone, uh, even zone underneath. Um, the box to kind of uh, mirror him. So that's going to clog up the middle. Most of the, the open lanes are going to be Arkansas outside. It's hard for me to, like, say they should be doing this or that on offense when they run for 300 yards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, they're fine. <laughs> they are absolutely <laughs> fine. Let's talk with Charlie. Charlie, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Yeah, I want to pick you back off that a bit, Trey. 
you always make the point, you know, look, take what the defense is giving you. I, I think the Alabama game last year, I want to say we did not run the football that well in that game. And it turned into a shootout because we – let's think about how Alabama plays people defensively. When they come up on you, that's probably the one thing, Marcus, that might challenge us. I mean, they may play a little bit more man-to-man. or Yes, you're right. Match zone coverage. Absolutely. So, to pressure, to put pressure. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. And mm-hmm. I think you're going to see that against them, whereas this weekend you're going to see another team that's going to play their corners 10 yards off our receivers. So it's a little bit harder to, you know, take a shot down the field when, you know, you got that. Also, I do want to say, you know, Rick, you always make a good point about, you know, you – you can't go off last week. Every game is its own game and its own identity. And as far as Bama or A&M go, you know, you know, those are – we'll see what happens, you know. But we all know they're going to be tight games. And they're going to show us to play those two teams. Uh, Alabama and A&M, they're going to play one of their better games against us. So, you never know what's going to happen. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you, Charlie. Great. We will talk to you tomorrow. That's straight media of Hogsports.com being brought to you by Escher, the record service company.